G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The reason that so many people spend so much time, I guess, running and hiding from God is this sense that they're not worthy. They're not good enough. They feel the need to clean up their act before they go to God. And since they never manage to do that, well, you know. But what if that's not true? What if Jesus doesn't want you to clean up your act first? Hmm? Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we chat about what Jesus really wants for you, what he has planned for you. And please do stick with me because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called God's Kindness Towards You and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you actually experience the grace and mercy of God firsthand so that you can become all that he made you to be. Hey, the other weekend, my wife Jackie and I had a bunch of people over for drinks on Saturday afternoon. Now, we live in an apartment complex and a new couple had moved in on our floor. So we thought, hey, wouldn't it be nice to get everyone together so that this new couple can meet their neighbours? Tell you, it was a great time. We really enjoyed each other's company. But, you know, with my upbringing and all, I couldn't help myself. I had to do a major cleaning operation before we had visitors. Whiz around with a vacuum cleaner and make sure the bathroom's sparkling and, and the kitchen and all that. It's not that we live in a mess, we don't. And it's not that I'm interested in impressing people, because I'm not. It's just that that's what my parents used to do, and and somehow that kind of behaviour's been imprinted on me. Some people are tidy, other people are messy. Me, I'm a tidiness freak, and I really enjoy living in a clean, tidy place. Now, these were just our neighbours, nice people, all of them, but just our neighbours. So as I was hauling the vacuum cleaner around the lounge room, I'm wondering to myself, if if this is the trouble I go to for a bunch of neighbours, imagine imagine if Jesus was coming over for dinner tonight. Imagine if I knew that at 6.30pm tonight, the Son of God was going to knock at my front door and come in and join us for dinner. (laughs) I suspect that impulse to clean up and tidy up would have been, I don't know, a gazillion times stronger. I suspect that I would have been wanting to clean the place to within an inch of its life. But the question is... Is that really what Jesus wants us to do? To tell you the truth, it was that idea, can I call it a delusion? Yeah, it's not too strong a word. It was that delusion that caused me to keep my distance from God for probably 20 years. I started out knowing there was a God, but I was doing stuff in my life that I knew was wrong. And when you know that what you're doing is wrong and you want to keep doing that, how can you possibly get close to God? I mean, any child learns that if it's doing something wrong, it's going to get punished. I remember when I'd be caught out by my mother, she'd say, you wait until your father gets home. Do you remember that feeling? And you'd sit there in dread of dad getting home from work. So we kind of learn that from childhood. And when we grow up, even though we know things are wrong, we keep doing them. So even though we know there's a God, we run away from him because that's the natural reaction we have to our disobedience in in the face of a righteous God. 
Nothing new in that. I mean, Adam and Eve had that very same response after their very first sin, the first sin in the history of the human race, eating the fruit from that one tree of which God said, don't eat the fruit. What did they do? Well, they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So I spent 20 years on the run from God, deluding myself that my success and my money, all the stuff I was earning, the house that I'd bought, that's where it was all at. I was self-sufficient, and so I reasoned, I just didn't need God. But to tell you the truth, that was a cop-out. That was just my excuse to keep on keeping on with my anger and my selfishness and all that stuff. Are you relating to any of this? I think we can all fess up to this happening in our lives at some point in time. And so, like Adam and Eve, we feel compelled to run and to hide from God. Have you ever thought how stupid that actually is? As though we can hide from an all-seeing, all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful God. I mean, give me a break. And I wonder how that looks from God's vantage point. We must look pretty stupid, I'd have thought. And so there we hide, thinking to ourselves, Ah, I can't face God. I have to clean up my act. Until one day, God comes looking for us, just as he did with Adam and Eve. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you, Adam? Oh, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. See, that, that's the discomfort we feel when God comes knocking at the door of our hearts. We feel this sense of condemnation. We know we need to clean up our act. We, we know we're not good enough to face God, so we try and run and hide. But when God's on our case, that's not an easy thing to do. Have you, have you ever noticed that? Well, I'm here to tell you perhaps the most amazing thing that I've ever learned after giving my life over to God. It's totally amazing to me because, remember, I'm the guy who runs around with a vacuum cleaner when I have a few friends over for drinks. I'm Mr. Fastidiously Clean. Here's the amazing thing. We don't have to clean up our act first. That's something that Jesus will help us do later. I mean, have a listen again with me to exactly what he says. Revelation chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. He says, look... I reprove and discipline those whom I love. Be earnest, therefore, and just repent. Listen, I'm standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice, open the door. I will come into you and eat with you and you with me. In other words, I love you. And, and because I love you, look, let me reprove you. Let me discipline you. Let me help you. Literally, the original Greek words that sit behind our English translation of reprove and discipline carry with them the sense of correction, and training. So, in other words, what Jesus wants to do for us and with us out of his great love is to help us clean up our act. The point is not to run around with a vacuum cleaner first. The point is simply to hear the knock and open the door. And what does he want us to do? What's our part in this transaction of transformation? Quite simple. He says, I reprove and discipline those whom I love, therefore be earnest and repent. See, our part is simply to repent. Well, What does that mean? It's kind of an old-fashioned word, isn't it? Literally, it means to change our minds or to turn back to him. That's all. See, the reason we want to run and hide from God is that we have the sequence confused in our heads. We think that it's one, clean up my act, and two, then come back to God through Jesus. And right here and right now, Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. You've got it wrong. You've forgotten about this thing he calls grace. What God wants us to do is, one, repent. First, simply change our mind and come back to him. And second, together, 
will clean up our act. And, and that makes perfect sense because you and I simply don't have the power to clean up our respective acts. Let me tell you, I am one of the strongest-willed people you're ever going to meet. I went from smoking three packets of cigarettes a day to completely giving up in a single instant. That was about 30 years ago, and I haven't had one cigarette since. And yet still, as strong-willed as I am, I can't clean up my own act. That's what Jesus is doing with me and for me right now. When Jesus knocks on our door to have dinner with us, we don't have to race around and clean up and, and tidy up and vacuum and dust and straighten the cushions on the lounge. He didn't come to do a house cleanliness and tidiness inspection. He just came to have dinner with us. Cleaning up the mess? Hey, let's have dinner first, says Jesus. Let's, let's sit and chat. Let's be together. Then I'll help you clean up. I discipline and reprove those whom I love. You don't believe me? Have another listen to his very own words. Listen, I'm standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice, open the door. I'll come into you. I'll eat with you and you with me. What an invitation. Dinner with Jesus. Dinner with the Son of God who will help clean up the life of anyone who earnestly has a change of mind. Anyone who opens the door to him when he knocks. All the bad stuff that seems to happen to us in life, sometimes remembering God's kindness, let alone living in the security of his real, practical life for us, well, it's not always easy, is it? That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called God's Kindness Towards You, and it's full of life-changing, practical Bible teaching to help you actually experience the grace and mercy of God firsthand so that you can become all that He made you to be. And at the end of each chapter, you'll find a series of life application questions to help you think through and apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.